We are back with episode five of Journey to a Million. It was a wild week 18 in the NFL, but it was a good week for one better. I mean, there's a guy that made a 50-cent bet. It was a six-way uh, first player to score in NBA games. He won 130 grand on a 50-cent bet. Crazy okay. stuff. Did you guys see that? I did, I did not. Yeah, that's – I mean, I think that's every better's dream, but obviously it's a little well, tough to do. And cooler that's news, I was three seconds away from almost predicting a tie. <laughs> so if you want to talk about uh, prediction of the year, didn't put any money on it, but like prediction of the year, you know, my prediction last week was a tie and we almost got it. We were this and close. Brandon Staley took that away from you with that time what he called. So he did. Do you think but- the, the thing about the Raiders not like, they're just going to find with a tie. Do you think they're actually fine with a tie before the timeout? Well, what would have happened is because they called a timeout with like 30 seconds left on a third and one. And they were at like the, like 30 something. So if they went to gotten that first down, like they'd run one more play. I think they would have just taken a knee, but since they got the first down and got into field goal range, they just, I mean, if, if you have the option to win, you're not going to tie with your own division rival. So. Yeah, I don't I don't like that whole narrative, you know, oh, the revision rival, you gotta knock him out of the playoffs. I think, you know, these guys, coaches, you play to win the game, you know, and I think that's kind of what their thought was. You know, us looking at it from a fan perspective, it would make more sense, you know, to tie based on, you know, risking, let's say, a blocked field goal, turn turn to the touchdown. And a lot of people, I'm I'm sure head coaches, their decision, like Brandon Staley, for example, you know, you play to win the game. So I think that certainly played a part of it. Yeah, because say like they don't get that, say they don't get that first down, right? Say they run another play and it's like they lose two yards, fourth and three at their own 35. Is someone going to kick, you know, a 50 something yard field goal to end the game? Or are they just going to kneel it out? You know, they could have saved their lives, but they picked up like 10 yards. So, so you guys think they're going for the win either way? It didn't matter on the timeout? I think the timeout made the Raiders realize, oh, well, the Chargers are still, you know, they're looking to win this game. They don't want us to, or, you know, tie at the best. So like, I think the timeout kind of like told the Raiders, okay, I see what you're doing here, Chargers. Let's just go for the win and get you out of here. Certainly sent a message, I think. I think, yeah. But like I said, just looking at it from a fan perspective, like looking at like us, everyone watching the game, you know, it would totally make sense, I think, with, to tie, you know, to, to not risk any of those things. But timeout certainly sent mm-hmm. a message. Yeah, and obviously Brandon Steele's had a lot of questionable calls with all of his uh, fourth downs that he's went for. But, hey, I'm all for it. I like watching the Chargers this season. They're an interesting, fun team to watch because you never know what's going to happen. So well, I'm you know, all for it. What we watching is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and now they are going that to lose by true. 30 to the Chiefs. Do you see what Ben Roethlisberger said about that game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have, like, no shot, and they're just no have shot fun. to win. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong, but that's that's your quarterback of your team in the playoffs saying we're gonna, you know, we have no probably chance last to game this too. Team. Keep keep yep. that in mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, last game. So that, was, that was something else. Do you guys want to get into our game picks? Go for it. All right, start well, with last week. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, yeah. I, I'm talking about game picks from last week, week 18. Yeah, <laughs> um, I actually did pretty good. You know, I would have been 11 and five with the tie three three seconds away from that, but I was 10 and six, including. My prediction, the Jaguars beat the Indianapolis Colts. You can hear it last Friday's episode, episode four. I said it. It's on there. So go listen back to that if you have not. I predicted it. And you know what happened? Jaguars upset the Colts. 
They didn't Let's just go. upset them. They blew them out. Well, they. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Prediction of the year. Okay. <clears throat> That's Sorry. the Ten start six. and the end of Colts talk. So move on. Someone is a little uh, upset about the way the season ended for the Colts. Okay. So um, <laughs> my picks, I went eight and eight. Not not too good. Um, there was a lot of upsets this week. Uh, yeah. Including you. You're upset. Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah. Well, I thought I did bad, but apparently I did better than Jared. So I guess that's always a win. I went nine and seven. Let's I go. Guess. The only upset I did was uh, I got the 49ers over the Rams. I guess you can consider that an upset, but it's not that big. So uh, my Bears pick over the Vikings was looking pretty good. And then the Bears kind of did uh Started looking like Matt Nagy's team, so. Yeah, I, that was tough. And, you know, we all had the Packers as we were at that game. That was that was a really fun experience. What, what would you – what do you guys all think about, you know, going to Ford Field, us three, we did it. I mean, Jared I had say, other things on his mind, but. Yeah, I would say the field itself was beautiful. It was a great place. The city was a different story, but um... – no, it was a nice game. Uh, we got to see uh, Rogers firsthand and then kind of had a look into Jordan Love a little bit. Um, not the got best things, the, you know. Got to see the future of the Packers. <laughs> yeah, and it's not looking too bright. So, well, what we got to the Packers see. Packers can make a run, you know. Well, what we saw really in the second half, I mean, we saw Jordan Love out there, but we saw him hand the ball off. So, we, we know he can hand the ball off. That was proven in that game. I mean, he did have that. He did have some highlight five yard dump off passes. So he's for all. like fifty yards. Tom yeah, Brady esque. <laughs> Tom Brady yeah, esque tight know. end screen or whatever it was. <laughs> what a beaut! He had two I picks mean, though. One one wasn't really his yeah. fault, but the other one yeah. was pretty bad. We did though. We got a TJ Hawkinson bobblehead for attending the game. All three of us did so. That's certainly you could look at it like a sports version of a stock because that thing might be people are offering twenty dollars outside of the stadium for it actually. So, you know, that's something we'll we'll definitely be keep keeping an eye on for how much those go for. Yeah, yeah and uh, Zach Zach almost got pickpocketed as well in Detroit. Um. <laughs> nah, I did not. <laughs> this is a very safe experience at the game. We did not want to bash Ford Field or the Detroit Lions. No, Ford Field is great. Detroit in general wasn't a good experience, I didn't think, for me. I'm looking right now for how much those Hawkins and Bobbleheads are going for. $35 on eBay. So and We got them for free. Yeah. Here, here's another one. Well, $16.50, but you got to add the $11 in shipping. So I don't Almost know what it is. for the that. game ticket there. <laughs> yeah, really. You could have got your money back. You know, that's. Certainly something to keep an eye on. Some people are trying to sell them for 50, kind of funny stuff. But, I mean, certainly in a few years, it'll be worth, you know, around there. Certainly a, a stud they got there in Detroit that sadly we didn't get to see him play. But, guys, certainly keep an eye out for. And with that, guys, you want to touch on, you want to get to Wild Card Weekend? Go for it. Yeah. So this is airing on Saturday for a reason, guys. This is the Wild Card Weekend special of Journey to a Million. So, we got a lot of good games though in store. We got six of them. All right, yeah, we got six. Let's go yep. through them. Here we go. First game we'll talk about the number five Raiders visit Cincinnati to play the Bengals. It's on NBC. 
3.30 kickoff on Saturday. And what do you guys, you know, initial picks? Who are you guys taking? I'm taking Cincinnati. I think it'll be a really close game, though. Raiders have – they probably surprised a lot of people, especially with the interim head coach. But I think uh, Cincinnati's weapons just – it's too much for a lot of defenses to handle. And then I don't think the Raiders have the offense to keep up. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Um, Bengals, I'm going to take by like a touchdown or so. See, I, I want to pick an upset, and I don't think this is the game to pick the upset in. I don't know. It's it's certainly tough. You know, Joe Burrow, sophomore year now, I really first playoff start, and both I, Derek Carr, this is his first playoff start, right? Or Correct. I, I think it? it's both of their first playoff starts. So, you know, certainly the experience, I, I you know, it would lean Carr in terms of experience overall but i gotta go you know the weapons that cincinnati has with you know jamar chase you know just higgins you know mixon i i, I gotta go Bengals. yeah boy too you know just very lethal offense so i'll go cincinnati with you guys next game you guys want to go on right away here here we go the number six patriots they play the bills again the third time this year and that game is on CBS, 7.15 p.m. kickoff. And that certainly will be a good game. Two divisional rivals. We saw New England beat them in that infamous uh, Mac Jones three-pass game, three-pass attempt, I believe it was. And we saw, and then we saw the Bills rebound nicely against them the second time. So, you know, it's really best out of three right here to, even, to take the series. And we'll have Zach start us off here. Um, I like... Obviously, I like Bill Belichick as coach. He's up there for coach of the year. Obviously, he has all of his Super Bowls back when Tom Brady was there. But I think Buffalo, their defense is just – it's too good for a rookie quarterback. I think Buffalo actually is going to make a deep playoff run. They're my pick out of the AFC for the Super Bowl. But, I mean, I think Buffalo's defense is just too much for a rookie quarterback. And obviously, we saw how Mac Jones played against them the – Last time, like not the win game, the game after that when Buffalo won, Mac Jones did not look that great. So I'm taking uh, Buffalo. Um, I'm also taking Buffalo here, Zach. I think you said it last week or a couple weeks ago, ago when we were talking about contenders, and you said it was you or Drew. You said that uh, the Patriots were one year away, that Mac Jones was young. Um, I could see that. The I give the Patriots one more year. Um, but the Buffalo has a little more experience and they've played a little better this year. So I would give this to Buffalo. I, I would agree with both of you guys. I think they're certainly one year away, but you know, this game projected temperatures right now around zero degrees. It's going to be a chilly game in Buffalo and they got Bill's mafia on their side, but you know, I I'm going to go with the Patriots here. I'll take them. I'll take them in the upset. This is going to be my upset. I'll take here. Just looking at it. I think, you know, Patriots are not going to beat Mac. They're not going to beat him with Mac Jones. Let's be honest. You're going to beat him with a good balanced football team. You're going to beat him by running the ball and kind of taking advantage of this Bills defense that is not the great, greatest against the run. So I'll go Buffalo or not Buffalo. I'll go New England here and I'll take the Patriots in an upset over the over Zach's Buffalo Bills. Call him that. Yeah. Next game. Here we go. We got then the first Sunday game, noon on Fox. The number seven Eagles go to Tampa to face the Buccaneers. And, you know, that, that game, certainly everyone's looking at Tampa as the favorite. And I, I, why not? I certainly with the injuries, though, 
I, I can't see the you talk about a young quarterback, Jalen Hurts. I can't see the Eagles pulling off this upset. I'll go, I'm gonna go Bucks here. Jared, what do you think? Yeah, I actually saw some people taking Eagles and I I was like, there's no way this happens. Like I think uh even though I do not like Tom Brady at all, I always cheer against him, but the, there's no way the Bucks with Tom Brady fall. Even even without some key weapons with Godwin and you know A B. I can't see them even coming close in this game. It's going to be Bucks are winning by a few touchdowns. I think this could be an upset game. I think. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take the Bucks just because I think they're going to win, but I think it's going to be a really close game. They played earlier in the year. The Eagles lost by like 10. So not not that big of a difference. And that was also when the Bucks had – Godwin and AB. Or I don't know if AB played that game, but that was when the Bucks were a lot healthier, and the uh, Bucks defense just isn't as good as they were last year. So I'm not a big Bucks fan this playoff season, but I think they're but still going to win this game. And Philly's just—I don't think they have quite enough. What I see in this game is Miles. San- the Eagles trying to give the ball to Miles Sanders and uh, Jordan Howard, and the Bucks defense just completely shutting them down. And they don't really have pass game that well. They have a few receivers, but no. They're leading the league in rushing yards. Well, they did yeah, regular season, like 170 like, yards a game. The Buccaneers are one of the top rush defenses, I'm pretty sure, with Adam Kinsu, Vita Vea, JPP. You know. Yeah. The goes but, on, you know, at front seven. Some, certainly something yeah. else. So, yeah, I would. Could be close game, maybe a one-score one game, but I, I think – you know, Bucks being the favorites to start, I think I think they're going to take care of business here, move on to the divisional round. So, looking into the next game we got going on, 49ers and Cowboys. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, this is the game on Nickelodeon. Let's go. We are back <laughs> on Nickelodeon. The slime zone is back. This is going to be Bob field goals. This is going to be awesome. I watched that game last year on Nickelodeon when it was the it was Bears and Saints, and we saw the MVP, right? It was the MVP Nickelodeon. Was yeah. it the MVP? Yeah. MVP. It it went to Mitch Mitchell Trubisky. And here, you know, I, I want to see who wins the MVP award this year, and I'm just looking forward to it. I know, Zach, you weren't a big fan of the Nickelodeon game, were you? Uh, No. Jared, what do you think of it? <laughs> I'm not a fan at all. I'd rather watch a regular televised game. <laughs> Jared? Um, I'm thinking uh, I didn't like MV- I don't like Nickelodeon <gasps> getting involved in football. I why why? Like that it's just like taking why ch- not? It's taking a child. I mean, not many kids like you know, ten or under are invested in NFL. Like that that's the whole point. True, yeah. There's no, they're not going to hook any audience. Like no ten year olds waking they up. They hooked like, me. I was seventeen, not ten years old. Well, no I was a minor, so no kid is waking up in the morning like, oh, I can't wait to look at Nickelodeon and watch a football game. Like they're walking, walk, or you know, waking up for SpongeBob and some, you know, listen, game they like had shows like that. They had young Sheldon doing the penalties, explaining what they were. <laughs> Come on, it, it was great, and I think. I think certainly some kids, some kids watched. I certainly, you know, and I, I'm sure. I don't know. I, I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great, it's a great, you know, strategy by CBS Nickelodeon to try to attract the younger audience. You know, we got really first time we've seen a sport kind of do this. We got like 
you got to think about how they're going to track younger generation. You know, MLB is one that they really are struggling right now. NBA, they're doing a pretty good job. But just overall, just got to attract the younger audience to the game, to, to sports, basically. And this is one way to do so, and I am all for it. And with that, you know, touching on game picks, because just looking at both these opponents, because certainly, you know, we could see either one of these two teams end up in Green Bay for the divisional round. And I just want to know, like, what are your thoughts on, like, overall who wins this game? And you know, maybe we see, because the 49ers pull this upset here, we, we'll see them in Lambeau. So what do you guys think? I think I think we need to pick the MVP for this game as well. I had that plan too. Yeah. Pick the winner and then uh, who's the MVP? Bonus points, yeah. yeah. So I feel as if Zach's going to copy ex- exactly what I do here, but um, I've heard him talk pretty high on uh, Debo Samuel. He's going to be the MVP here, and 49ers are taking this just game. Just my, my upset. Yep. <laughs> can't say I'm copying when you just steal my pick. <laughs> I'm taking the same thing, Debo Samuel, MVP, and uh, 49ers with the upset. Yeah, I'm. That that's what a lot of people are afraid of. You know, 49ers coming into Green Bay, that might be a tough matchup for the Packers. It really will. And, you know, I, I think the 49ers come out of this game too I, as the ups, as an upset because just the way they play. I mean, they're a great team. and I think they're going to – Jimmy G is going to have a Carson Wentz-Jimmy G playoff type game where uh, he throws like 10 to 15 times, 49ers on the ball like 30 times. Kind of like the same path they took to the Super Bowl a couple years ago where Jimmy G barely threw the ball and they just ran. I think they're going to try and do the same thing. So, and so they, also the Cowboys. The Cowboys have beaten on really bad teams. They've beaten their division, but they haven't beaten a team this year really that's like that they shouldn't have beat, you know. I mean, I'm a Cowboy fan. This Well, not a Cowboy fan. Of course fan, you are. Like, I actually, I, I like the Cowboy team this year. I mean, they got offensive weapons. Their front seven on defense has been playing really well, but I'm Jack still is taking a Cowboy fan, a Chargers fan, a Packer fan. He's probably a Trayvon Diggs fan. He likes watching. You know, he, he gets targeted so much, and he loves so many yards. I believe I saw a stat he allowed, he allowed, he's allowed over 1,000 yards this year. I don't know if that's oh, true. Yeah, he's he's but, way up there. And yet he got first team all pro. I know we'll talk about um, all pro later, but, like, it just it's a little bit, you know, when he gets targeted so much. I just, yeah, I just feel I feel the, the Cowboys are a little overrated. And with my MVP pick, we remember Trubisky won. And so I got to go with someone, you know, who's maybe not maybe not the real MVP, but someone, you know, who. So I'm going to go. You better not take Jimmy G. I'm not going to take Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say as a like a, as a meme, they vote like Trayvon Diggs. Well, what happened last year? Like the Bears lost that game, right? Yeah. They, yeah. So I think Nickelodeon will feel bad for the Cowboys. So I might go to like a Dak. Lamb or Dak. Yeah, someone like that, you know. It could go to like, you know, one of the losers just to make it make them feel a little better. That's know? how you do it. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm choosing Diggs. I, I hope it's him. I think that'd be funny. So now those are our MVP picks, and we might post those on our story or on Instagram for Sunday. So you might see those then, but we'll have to wait and see. So we're all going 40 hours here. Nice. All right, you guys ready now for we got two more? Yep. Number seven, Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going to play the Chiefs. We talked about this already a little bit. Big Ben already gave up, basically. His way to motivate his his teammates. I don't know if it'll work. The spread's got right now Kansas City minus 13. So, as you see there, like, this this Steelers team. This is probably one people think is going to be blown. Actually, ESPN right now, 
says this. This is the first sentence. The Steelers will make it a one possession game in the fourth quarter. That's bold. That is bold. They won't. It does, it does seem like a Steelers thing to do, though, if you've watched their games this season. They like don't score until the fourth quarter, but but they won't make it a one possession game. It'll be like 30 to 30 to three, then they'll score in the fourth quarter. It'll be 30 to 10. Something yeah, like that. No. I get Kansas City by like 30. Maybe 40. Maybe even 50. <laughs> I have no hope for the Steelers. <laughs> Zach just does not like Big Ben at all. He hates watching the Steelers play. They're don't even get me started in their offense. It's just their line is so bad, and they're it's all first, second year players. And then Big Ben, I've seen there's the infamous video of him like trying to roll out. He takes like two steps and falls down. It's just it's so bad. I can't watch their offense. He is almost like 40 years old, isn't he? So I mean, yeah, I mean, Tom but Brady's like, that old too. But you know, whatever. Yes, yeah. time to. Um, don't, the Hang only the big place they have is where Big Ben just throws it up and one of the receivers makes a great play. Then, yeah. But he does have Juju back, so maybe we'll see some TikToks on the logo or something. <laughs> I'll go Kansas City, three, like two, three scores. Yeah. No hope. Jared's on board with that too? Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's going to be like a 30-point game. I'd say like three, four scores. Four, five scores. <laughs> All right. Last game. First game ever on MLK Day, Monday Night Football, ESPN, ABC, number five Cardinals. Go play the Los Angeles Rams in LA, so that should be a great game there. They got Rams favored in the game, and you know, Cardinals team, they, I think they could they could shock some people, but as of late, you know, they, they've really struggled, and we, we talked about it over the last, you know, the second half of the year, basically, if we look at it, they're the best team in the first half, not so great the second half, and I don't know. I, I'm I'm not sure which way I'm going in this game, so we'll, we'll kick it off to Jared to start. Well, the Cardinals, I don't think, have much until uh, Hopkins comes back, even then. Like, they'd have to win a few games before he comes back, but even then, like, I don't know. They kind of fell off. They were one seed for most of the year. They they just had a huge tank. They haven't been good they're lately. Like a, and yeah, they were like, a, yeah, they, like you said, they're like 11, 11 and 2. two 11 another, and 2, like, 11 and 7 or something like that. What are they? Like 12, 11 and 12, 12, and, 12, 12 and 5, I think. Yeah. Are they? Something like that. Okay. Either way, yeah. The, Who's going to go I don't, it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see them winning this game. I think they're going to end their season on a bad note. I got the Rams in this game. True. Zach? Oh, you make me go? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, Watt's coming back. So if we look, that's a plus right there for the Cardinals. Um, I think the Rams make it out of at least one year. I think they make it, they're they're a good enough team to make it to the divisional round. I'll go Rams as well. I think we'll get a good game though on Monday Night Football. Yeah, it'll be an interesting game. Obviously, division rivals played twice already this year, but I mean, I, there is some stat like mid season that came out once Kyler Murray started falling off a little bit because he was like top MVP candidate at the beginning of the year, but then he kind of fell off and. That's been kind of like a recurring trend throughout his career. He he like kind of does the Russell Wilson for the first like half the season. He plays like MVP candidate and then kind of falls off the second half. But I think that's going to keep going and I'm taking the Rams as well. So Do you think that uh, if the Rams don't win this game, you could say the Rams were the most disappointing team this year with getting Odell and like, you know, Von Miller just – they just fell apart. 
I don't know about the Von Miller and Odell thing, but after game Matthew Stafford, I think everyone kind of thought they were like Super Bowl favorites, which they pretty much were. But then if they lose divisional round, yeah, I'd say they're kind of letdowns. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think, I think you even look at the Cardinals, they lose this game too. They're, I mean, look at their, their star we had that we talked about. You know, I think both teams, whoever loses this game, I think you go back and you look. And this, it was it was disappointing year for sure for both those teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that wraps up our six games. And now do we want to um, do a little bit of talking about some of the all-pro all pro teams that were released? Yeah. I mean, they had the offense, defense, the first and second team, correct? They did, yeah. I mean, was there any uh, snubs that you guys saw that you thought should have made it? Nobody's saying Justin Jefferson because I don't think he was snubbed. I <laughs> I think it just, you know, tough year to be a receiver of his caliber because I think, you know, if we look at solely receivers, like, well, I mean, Debo Samuel, the guy who beat him out, you know, looking at what he did on the ground and as a receiver this year, certainly deserved to be a first-team all-pro player, but we're basically solely off receivers. I mean, Jefferson, Jefferson had more receiving yards, correct, Then, And Samuel? I think so. I think Jefferson so, yeah. Was- Second in the league, he had more than Adams. She was only behind, Just behind Cup. Cup. Yeah, yeah. And think about well, if he had, a, I mean, yeah. a quarterback better than Kirk Cousins. You know, I, I think certainly, you know, Jefferson, the sky is the limit for him. But mm-hmm. you could say the same with Debo Samuel. I mean, he had Jimmy G. It's just, just how it is. And I think, but I think as a player, I think Debo Samuel certainly deserved to be on the first team All Pro. And I have no problem with it. Do you like the Mark Andrews over uh, Kelsey and Kittle? Yes, yes, I do. Yes. So, a- Andrews, I know yeah. Zach, Zach touches on a lot, but Andrews has been so more consistent than a guy like Travis yeah. Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. Kelsey had like the 200 that week against the Chargers. But then, other than that, he's had some really like games where he's just not been there. He's had like two or three catches. But then, also, Andrews had, it doesn't feel like it, like throughout the season, didn't really seem like that. But look at the stats at the end of the year. Andrews had like, 200 yards more than Kelsey or something like that, 150. Like, he was quite a bit ahead. So, I definitely like that pick. You'll love to see the respect given to uh, Colts linebacker Darius Leonard, though. You know, first team, all defense. That's nice. Say the same for Devondre Campbell. He made it. Yeah. Yeah. First team all pro, not a pro bowler. Right. (laughs) Packers got snubbed on pro bowlers. Yeah. I don't don't like the digs. First team cornerback. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think Trevon. You should have been there instead. You know, you mm-hmm. take you could take a guy like JC Jackson from the Patriots. Again, he didn't get targeted a lot, yeah. certainly, but he, had, he was only a couple picks behind Diggs. The key always has his picks. And then I think he's better in coverage too. So like like Drew said, uh Trayvon Diggs doesn't get I mean, he gets targeted like every single like, you know, he gets targeted so much. That's why he has so many picks. It's just I think Jackson would would be a more fitting candidate. I agree with Drew there. It's just like you look at Diggs and he's just I think he's highly overrated. Yeah. What did you guys think about the uh there's five uh unanimous players for first team? There's JT, yeah. which I think we can all agree. JT, yeah. that's yeah. And then Cooper Cup, which mm-hmm. that makes sense as well. What did you think about Adams? Did you guys think he should be unanimous first team? Um who else do you put there? I mean, yeah, he he's having a 
I mean, if you want to say a down year from last year, but like he's still top he's, five in the league. I mean, I'd say he, oh, I don't know how many maybe, yards he ended up with last year, but I think he has more yards this year, just not as many touchdowns. Touchdowns. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I would vote for him cool. if I was a voter for sure. I agree. I think I'm cool to be unanimous. I think, you know, he deserved it. And certainly I didn't put up, you know, touchdown numbers last year. And some people might say more yards, oh, extra game. Look, he played a half in that game. It's, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm cool with Adams there. I think he was certainly, you know, better than Jefferson and Chase this year. But do you think, do you think Debo Samuel was better than Chase? And I mean, we said Jefferson, yeah, but do you think Chase too? I think Jefferson was better than Chase. Like I, I said Chase earlier, they're, they're like, they're like, like, you know, interchangeable. I, I see them as, I don't know. I like Jefferson more than Chase too. I'm with yeah, Zach. I would say I would say Jefferson slightly better than I, I think mean, yeah. Jefferson is more like a complete receiver where Chase, like he'll have decent games, but he's not gonna have like he doesn't have a lot of hundred yard like ten catch games or whatever. He's more of like a home run receiver. But and we'll see with his career. He's still a rookie, so we don't really know. Yeah, he's future, long but, long time yeah. left. Yeah. But then the two defensive unanimous were um, Aaron Donald and TJ Watt. That, perfect. Watt, that, that's rightfully yeah. so. That, that that's, is perfect. Yeah. I'm cool. No with that. comments needed. <laughs> yeah, I think Watt definitely would have broke the sack record if he he only played like 15 games or did something. Did you see? Did you see that uh, um, Pittsburgh tried uh, um, looking back and asking if he got yeah. another sack? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it should have been a sack? No, no, I don't. I don't think so. It was close. I, uh, I don't think so. So I mean, Huntley picked up the ball and he was like, I guess he was kind of like running, so that kind of makes it. Yeah, but it was, cl- it was, it was close, a quarterback but... behind the line of scrimmage. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, obviously the Steelers are going to do that to try and get their player the record. Of course, yeah. Am I seeing this right? There was no second team offensive like for running back. Running back. Yep. No, that's what it no. says. Which does not make any sense to me. Like you could put in anyone, put in like a Mixon or a Nick Chubb. I mean, why? Why don't they just choose someone? You know. So do we want to make our second team All Pro running back picks and just name them ourselves? Why not? Let's do it. Who started? Zach, go first. Oh, I gotta go first. Yeah. Um. I would probably go Mixon. I mean, I think he had quite a few carries, if I remember correctly, and he had a pretty good year as top five in rushing yards and had his yeah. touchdowns and everything. So. You see people like Cook, who missed a few games this year. Um, but then you have, like, Nick Chubb, who also split with Kareem Hunt, and Mixon's kind of his own back, and he's had – I think he ended, like, second in rushing yards this year, I want to say. Was it second, maybe third? Yeah, he was up there. Yeah, so I would throw him in there as well. Imagine the debate we would have. Derrick Henry was healthy all year. Imagine the JT versus Henry debate. That would be insane, I think. It, it would be it would be Derrick Henry first team for sure. He already had like almost a thousand yards and he missed half the year. And yeah, then JT would probably be second the team. The thing with Henry though is he was averaging on like four point five a carry or whatever. And JT was what five point five? Yeah, but Derrick Henry also got forty 40 carries a game, you know, <laughs> they fed yeah. him so much. That's what I'm saying. So that's why yeah. I think that would have been the big argument against mm-hmm. Henry or yeah. Taylor. Yeah. 
But I'll, I'll go with you guys. I'll, I'll say Mixon. I think the they certainly second team offense deserved. Bengals did two players there for that explosive offense they put together in the 2021 to 2022 season. But that kind of wraps up our all pro talk. Right. And do we want to get into some award discussion for the episode rounds out? Yeah, we can do that. I mean, do we really need to do defensive rookie of the year? I think we're all going to agree. It's Mike Parsons. Yep. Yeah. That's Jared wants not to many, choose some away or whatever. The not Colts many guy. rookie. No, not many rookie. Uh, <laughs> who on the Colts? Would, no, no one. Maybe Quiddy Pay, but no, not even close. Yeah. Not many rookie, uh, you know, defensive players make the first team all pro. So that's that probably speaks for itself. Yeah. I mean, he's top of the line for defensive player of the year, too. He's up there. We'll get to that later. But yeah. for let's do offensive rookie of the year. Um, I think top three are Mac Jones. And then it's Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle. Who are you guys' picks? Chase. A lot of people are saying Mac Jones, and I don't agree. It's got to be Jamar Chase, especially after those last few weeks of the season. I think if if it goes to Mac Jones, the rookie of the year offensive is going to end up turning into a QB award, kind of like MVP. Exactly. I mean, we saw last year between Herbert and Jefferson, which obviously Herbert had a better year than Mac Jones. And I guess Jefferson's year last year similar to Jamar Chase this year. So I yeah. think it's going to be Chase too. What about like Najee Harris is just like a finalist? You, you think Mac Jones over him? If there was finalist? a running back award, rookie running back of the year, it goes to Najee for sure. Well, yeah, I just was saying it's, it's I think Jamar Chase is miles ahead of. Yeah. So you're saying yeah. just like Mac Jones versus Najee? Yeah, I think that would, that's a better debate, you know, like for those two guys. I think Jamar Chase is obviously the clear cut. Offensive rookie of the year in terms of like stats, just yeah. impact, but I don't know. I, I think Mac, Mac Jones would Mac still Jones. get it though. What'd you say, Zach? I think Najee should be ahead of Mac Jones. Yeah. That's I mean, what I'm Najee saying. Me top too. five and top five in rushing yards in the league. So especially behind the Steelers offensive line, which we talked about before. Well, I talked about before, but yeah, me too. Yeah. But if it is a quarterback's award, I don't think Najee's getting that respect. I think you'd put Jones up there. I don't. I don't think Najee's even going to be a finalist. No. So then we can go to offensive player of the year, just overall. Um, so there's some like betting odds or lines or whatever you want to call them. So that's Cooper Cup at minus one ten, Jonathan Taylor at minus one ten. So they're tied right now. This is of January fifth, so a little over a week mm-hmm. ago. And then it has Debu Samuel at plus 5,000. So it's definitely dropping Taylor and Cooper yeah. Cup as the uh, favorites. I mean, yeah. Jared, I think we all know where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah. If, if JT doesn't win the MVP, you got it. I mean, it's closer than I make it seem, but I would say JT for sure. I want to propose True. the idea co offensive players of the year. If you do it a year, this is the year to do it. I think both guys deserve it. And I think one way to like squash that is give it to both of them. Co-offensive players of the year. Both had record seven years. I like the co-offensive player of the year this year, especially with Cup and Taylor. But I think it's going to be Jonathan Taylor just because how much he meant to the Colts offense. 
And I think even without Cooper Cup, the Rams' offense would have been okay. It obviously wouldn't have been as good, especially since uh, Robert Woods tore his ACL. But I think they still would have been a top 15 offense. So I think Jonathan Taylor is going to win it just because he meant more to his team. Then the we can go to defensive player of the year. The top three is TJ Watt at minus 400, Micah Parsons plus 350, and then Aaron Donald at plus 800. I just want to give some love to Robert Quinn. I mean, he's at plus like 2,000, but he had a quiet big year, 18 sacks. He did for the Bears, certainly. Yeah. You know, a guy kind of like that defense, you got Mac coming back next year and new coach now. Not going to, you know, <laughs> Bears might be, you know, better than how they've been. No, Jared's disagrees. No, no. they had high I'm, expectations like, this year. But even, not even with guys like Mooney, you know, Montgomery, and then you got Tariq Cohen coming back next year. They have the weapons. That off- Fields, that I, I like it. Good, yeah. They underperform every single year. I'd say they average. Again, I, give them, next well, year. I give them 500. They, I mean, no, 500. I know. At oh, the like best, eight, nine, I'd nine, say eight. 500. Yeah. Around there, they had a deal with Matt Nagy the last couple of years, so they got rid of him. Now they got rid of who, Nagy who else? Do they Pace. need to get rid of? They got rid of Trubisky, then they got rid of Nagy. Who else do they need to get rid of? I think Nagy was the problem. I do too. I'm with Zach on this one. So you but think if they if still they had get... Trubisky and they didn't have Nagy, he would okay? Have... No. Okay. I think both okay. were problems. I think okay. You know, well, the severity of problems. I think Nagy was more severe than. Yeah. Um, yeah, then Trubisky, but now you got Fields, and I like I like guy like Justin Fields right now, and they certainly, you know, they have some weapons like we mentioned. I'm just saying, I, I watched that I watched that Bears Vikings game, and I can't say anything right now saying the Bears are going to be an amazing team or even like above 500 next year. I can't see that right now. Matt Nagy was still there. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they're gonna if they bring in Brian blah, Brian Flores. Flores, yeah, I think he can. <laughs> kind of help uh, Justin Fields, and I would be worried about the future with them. It said that the Texans were looking at Brian Flores. I got a notification that said that. That would be a good hire for the Texans, I think. I think any yeah. any team looking for a head coach right now, I think Brian Flores is the cream of the crop. Cert- certainly Nathaniel Hackett of the Packers is certainly a guy, you know, who's a coveted possession for sure. You know, someone everyone wants right now. And I don't for like Brian's- that the Texans fired uh, David Culley. He no. had one season. I mean, what was he? What did, did you he hear? Have? Why? Like, no, did you hear reportedly no. why? Let's hear it. No. Um, they said it was because he wasn't willing to change his like offensive. I think it was like coaching, the coaching group, and they were like the thirty-second ranked offense in the league. So who did I they have? Yeah, look at look at the personnel. Why. Yeah, I know, but David Johnson. I'm just saying that's why. Yeah, <laughs> Davis Mills. I mean, Mills, yeah. <laughs> hey, he played pretty good. He actually he was solid. He's a rookie, but right? If, yeah. Yeah. If you're Brian Flores, would you want to go to the Texans? You want a job if you're Brian Flores, and if you I, get offered by only the Texans, you're he's going to only he if he gets no. an offer from the Bears, you know, I, I think he goes there. I think I'm serious. I think that's what if Watson comes back? Would you, you know? want to He's not going to the Dolphins, that's, Jared. I mean, no. I mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I that's see. still, yeah. And do you think can, the Bears are the most uh, most attractive head coaching job right now? They have a young quarterback. Mm. They have some offensive talent. 
What about the Dolphins? Yeah. I, I... Oh, I guess, yeah. I'll, I'll go with the Dolphins. Dolphins. You got Giants. You got Texans. Giants is not. A, I, I'm not attracted to that. No one I, wants to be on the I, No. We certainly can talk think, more about like this when, when we get to the offseason yeah. about the, all the head coaching stuff. But I, you know, I could certainly I see. Bears are towards the top. Yeah. They're towards the top. I don't know if I can say that from their best season over the last few years was last year and they snuck into the playoffs. Were they under 500? I think they were. They, and they made the playoffs. Didn't they host a playoff game a few years ago against the Eagles? That was the Cody Parkey game. I mean, look, they, they won. That was 2018, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But so I think it's ago. just attractive because they just drafted Justin Fields, first round quarterback. I mean, I think that's I, why I agree. it's an attractive head coaching job. I just don't see anything attractive about the Bears right now. I mean, yes, if a coach can come in there, turn their whole franchise around. Yeah, but they're in the right direction. But I can't say right now that if I'm a coach, I want to go to go to the Bears, you know. Would you rather have Justin Fields or Daniel Jones? Fields for sure. Yeah. That's the I, point. None of I these fields, coaching jobs are attractive. Would you I rather have Fields or Tua? Tua? Yeah, I, I'm with Jared on yeah, this one. I, I'd exactly. rather have yeah. Fields still, but like I'd go yeah. Dolphins. I think Dolphins the team around them. I think, I think know, Dolphins are number one and then Bears are probably number two unless I'm forgetting some of the team. But from the options, I, I mean agree. if the Raiders are getting a new head coach, right? Are they I looking for they, a new head coach? He might hold that they job. Are, down. But yeah. Yeah. Looking at it, but so, yeah. We can get in, back into that. Or we're thinking about place. Vikings too with Zimmer. You know, that's yeah, true. true. I, yeah, I think that sorry, you know. Forget what we said. I'm putting the, I'm putting Vikings number one. That's the most attractive to me. I would say Vikings over Bears ten out of ten times. Oh, yeah. easily. I'm gonna For go sure. Vikings, Dolphins, Bears. Make my top three right there. Yes, I agree yeah. with that. And those are our yeah. most attractive head coach spots. If you're a head coach, so so yeah. if you're a head coach and you're listening, um, go to the Vikings, but don't do too good. We still need the Packers to win the division, though. So let's hope the Vikings don't get a good head coach. Any more awards do we have yet? Uh, we have Defensive Player of the Year, which we just talked about, and then it went on a little tangent. But yeah, uh, it's it's, wild. it's between T.J. Watt, Mike Watt. Parsons, Aaron Donald. It's T.J. Watt. Yeah. Okay. So then, Coach of the Year, uh, Zach Taylor <laughs> is favored. Well, Zach Taylor, and Matt Lafleur both at plus one fifty, and then Mike Vrabel is at plus three fifty. Really? I was going to yep. take him. I was going to take Vrabel, too. I'm, I'm yeah. not taking Vrabel. I don't care what <laughs> Vegas says. I'm going Vrabel. What about Vrabel. Bilicek? Is he, like, fourth, then, or what? Is he on yeah, there? he's fourth. Okay. Plus 2,000. Yeah. I, I think was they're into the season. Yeah, I think the Patriots into the season kind of uh, yeah. dropped Belichick a little bit because they ended, like, one and two or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. For I don't, Vrabel to take I'll that team Vrabel's. after Henry went all that's impressive to stay. The yeah. one seed. Matt LaFleur is definitely going to get uh, this award every, uh, at least once in his career in the future. But as of right now with uh, Aaron Rodgers, well, I think Rodgers gets a lot of the credit. That's if Rodgers stays, you know, if, uh, depending oh, on how they yeah, do in the playoffs. Yeah, and all. yeah, yeah. Carson it depends Wentz. how they do in the playoffs. You know that. No, Carson Wentz is yeah. a dog. You know, he's awful. Okay. Well, see, three not to go on that, but, but coach the Colts coach said they can't commit to him yet. I'm sure you saw that. I don't know if you did or not, but yeah. yeah. What if we see a little Aaron Rodgers to the Colts next year? I would puke. <laughs> I would throw up. I'm I would serious. Be very I would throw happy. Up. <laughs> three first rounders and Leonard. 
Take the it. next three for <laughs> Leonard? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> for a player that's going to play for one or two more years? No. No, it would probably be like two or three first rounders and uh, maybe some like some other player, some like Naeem Hines or something. Like a you guys don't need a running back, but no, it it probably be defense somewhere. Yeah, we don't have many weapons on offense to give you, so it would be like yeah, like a Michael I Pittman. hate to do it, like a Kenny Moore. No, <laughs> but did you see that uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is a freshman right now? In college, I, yes. I forgot what team he plays for, but Ohio State, I think, didn't he? Is no. it Ohio State? I don't know. There's I, some like junior, something like that. I, I don't know if it's Marvin Harris, but there's like some, uh, like a Hall of Fame receiver whose kid is at Ohio State now. Oh. It might be him, but yeah, yeah. I'm saying in like two or three years because he's a freshman, you still have to play three years, so like two years, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, yeah, he's <laughs> at Ohio he State on track. Is he okay? Yep, is he in? Yep. He's got to play till his junior year. Yeah, that would be great. Oh, my God. It's good. So, we're all taking Vrabel for coach of the year? Yep. Okay. Then the uh, last and QB award, I guess. But uh, we're going to see this year. MVP right now, Aaron Rodgers, minus 375. Tom Brady, plus 550. Wow. And Jonathan Taylor, plus 1,000. Yeah, that last game ruined his uh stay at standings. JT, you I can't give it to Brady. It either way. No, no, A-Rod. no way. There's no way. <laughs> a Rod, back to back MVP. A Rod, you bet. Fourth There's MVP of his question. career. There's not a question. He's a bad man. And if Tom Brady wins it, it's just rigged in in Tom Brady's favor because there's yeah. no way that. Well, know. we already know that uh, Rodgers isn't going to be a unanimous MVP, but. Because of that one voter, yeah. Still can't believe that. As Aaron Rodgers said, the bum. The bum. Because he's too much of a a mean person to win it. I didn't know MVP was a personality award. That's that's weird. Well, apparently it's changing, so. Yeah, you got to be a quarterback and you have to be really nice to win the MVP, I guess. Yep. So with that, I mean, do you guys have anything else? Nope. Look forward to playoffs next week and we'll, you know. Yeah, make sure to tune in those games that we mentioned today and tomorrow. Nickelodeon game. Make sure to watch it on Nickelodeon, not CBS. But you got you love some slime. Make those, uh, make those winning parlays for uh, Wild Card Weekend. You bet. I'm hoping to get my first win since like week 12. So, uh, yeah. I think Drew and I just cashed in on N- NBA ones uh, over the weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Drew told, okay. Drew told me this parlay was going to be a lock. Like he told me, he was telling me to put like ten bucks on it. Okay, like not ten. Big. Okay, <laughs> five. Tell me to put money on it because it's gonna win, no question. Two leg parlay, and the guy scores like ten points, and he had to get like seventeen or something. Like he wasn't even close. And well, the other, the other leg like, did hit. It, it looked good yeah. from. Yeah. If it looks good, that's just it. Just comes down to players just not performing. And- if if like like you said yesterday. Um, Kayvon Looney was starting because Draymond Green was out and it was like six points for NBA. He put up or five points, whatever. He put up seven. It's like he hit it, you know. Yeah. yeah. That was the one like that. that was the one leg that hit. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, yeah, Zach, it. you know, he had I'm looking at it. How many shots did he have? I mean, they lost by 32, but he certainly wow. had the That's shots, you know, to win the game. 
They're four yeah. for nine, and then he had yeah, he, he was he was almost there. You know, for three from three. I don't feel bad. He only played twenty five minutes. Just, that's like, what her case, but yeah. I okay, think enough. I just put a like a curse, curse yeah. on players when I bet on them. Yeah, you're just kind of like not not good like that. So as always, take the opposite of what Zach says. That that is the rule. We live by that. And sometimes <laughs> shout out to co-host Jordan Lorenz. We like to take the opposite of his. That's another rule we live by. So if you see him make a parlay, you take the opposite. And with that, if you guys want to join our sleeper squad, DM us for the link. We would love for you to join. You know, we got we got spots, unlimited spots on it. So if you want to come on, have some fun in sleeper, make sure to join. And DM any of us for the link or any of our social medias, Twitter at JD sports pod, Instagram, Jordan drew the sports crew. Actually it's Jordan drew underscore sports crew, YouTube, Jordan drew the sports crew. And yeah, thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Jordan drew the sports crew, the perfect podcast for you.